Welcome to Transform and Thrive. Your host, Helen Lee, examines the opportunities and practical solutions for individuals and organizations to transform and thrive in these times. She shares her wisdom and that of other changemakers impacting our world. Tune in for innovative and holistic tools and empowering strategies to reinvent yourself and or your organization and flourish in a world facing different crises. Hi, this is Helen Lee. Welcome to Transform and Thrive. My guest today is David Rauter, who is a functional consciousness energy coach. He's based in Noosa, the beautiful resort area of the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. And he teaches a range of people all over the world, ranging from doctors and scientists to CEOs and children on how to master their own energy as he himself becomes a master, has become a master of energy. It's synchronicity that I have a very similar wide range of clients as well. And I've also had several sessions with David recently and have been totally fascinated by his completely unique understanding and knowledge of what goes on for all human beings, how we energetically interact with each other and how we can function so much better by owning a whole lot more of ourselves and our own energy and consciousness and utilizing the most powerful parts of ourselves and become sovereign, a lot freer and happier rather than getting get stressed and burnt out take on the energies and thinking of others and have our own being interfered and messed with. David has created a series of functional conscious exercises he calls reflective body mechanics. He's able to see energy. People look like a circuit board to him and he can see where you are blocked, which helps him to guide you to connect and activate your subconscious to release embedded patterns of behavior, which have restricted your ability to change life patterns. Once released, you are able to reconnect and open functional consciousness into your everyday life, which then enables you to strengthen your intuition, become more productive, and have a calm life. This also results in your ability to protect yourself from unhealthy relationships and attract healthy, positive ones. Welcome to Transform and Thrive, David. And tell us Thank more you. about yourself and how you can help us do exactly that. Truly transform and thrive, both collectively <laughs> and individually, of course. Okay. So um, as you said, as I look at people, everyone looks a little bit like a switchboard. So as soon as I look at people, they basically look like I can see where they're more or less shorting out. So people more or less look like a barcode then. So when people look like a barcode, it's where you're basically you're also blocked, which means that you're listening to information that comes from other people. And not all of that's always just from this lifetime. Sometimes you can be listening to um, a lot of messages from our predecessors, but we start basically with 
all the information that's going on with you because what happens is as we start to internalise things a little bit or as we get anything that's even slightly resembling some sort of trauma, and it doesn't have to be so much, what happens is our energy begins to split. And for many of you who are used to energy work, you'll be pretty well aware of the term separation. So um, basically I found where all separation starts in the spirit, which allows us to then reform. And basically it's a bit like putting Humpty Dumpty back together again because we know where everything starts. One of the biggest things about this is that it goes back a lot to the way your energy, your spirit works and the way your energy works. So they have to work more or less collaboratively before. So um, when people start to get highly sensitive <clears throat> about certain things, that's more or less where you're becoming aware again that you're starting to use a lot more of your spirit and not just use the same old physical stuff that's going on around you. But if we just listen to the physical um, energy, the physical energy is actually really loud and it's and sometimes it can actually be quite passive-aggressive. Just um, physical energy without any spirit connected to it um, actually works, as I said, in a, in a passive-aggressive manner. What to explain this a little bit better, it's a bit like... don't recognise that they even have a soul or a spirit. Okay, so that's where I'm just going. Okay. So most, most people, you know, when you meet somebody for the very first time, we're all quite aware of when, um, when you meet somebody, you get pretty close to what that person is like, what their demeanour is like, if they can be trusted on a certain level. We get pretty close. So that's actually your spirit energy that picks that up. That's your intuition and your instinct, which actually people often um, think that it's all more of a physical um, conscious or a, or a physical reaction or a response, but it's not. It's actually more of a spirit, intuition and instinct where it all starts. When um, somebody's very negative, we pick that up straight away because it, it, that makes us ping straight away. Mm. But what we don't pick up is when someone's being very over positive and that's where you get the manipulation and the control. Mm. So to explain that a little bit more, our left-hand side of our body is whatever side of your body is whatever sex you are and your right-hand side's your opposite sex. So when we find um, someone who's a little bit forceful, we drag the energy from the right side, bring it across, and then we sort of put up like a little force field to say, okay, don't come any closer. You're really starting to, to get on my nerves. Yeah. So it's a bit like a little energy field that you push back. But quite often <clears throat> when you do that around a lot of forceful people, eventually... Um, you bring so much energy over all the time that this right side is often very limited. Most people that I talk to for the first time, their right side is usually pretty much non, not so much non-functional, but it's not, it's not strong. And the thing that we have to remember energy-wise, so as soon as your energy slows down or your energy completely stops, it just basically sucks up all this energy and creates what is a false environment so that 
um, between basically your energy and it makes pushes your aura away from you. So your aura goes way out and you keep on dragging in so that you more or less act like a, um, a little sponge. So it's a bit like where people come up and say, oh, love you, long time, missed you. But they, what they do is they end up dumping all their crap on you mm. and then you add to this large environment. So you end up liking it being like a real big sponge. So that every time that you want to go out and sort of feel what's actually going on around you, you have to sort of try and move through this spongy crap, which means that you basically feel like you're surrounded by crap all the time or you feel less um, capable than you should be, yeah? Mm. But by far, the uh, most dis um, probably misunderstood thing is that, and everyone I've found has this in them every time I meet them, is that when you've gone through even the slightest bit of trauma, we push all that trauma away inside. <clears throat> and then as soon as you do that, your energy actually splits. So too does your consciousness and even parts of matter. So when that happens is you end up with all these different senses that are all sitting outside here, all different types of energy. So if you just imagine for a moment different types of your main sensory things that you pick up sitting around the outside here, all multiple types of energy sitting around out here, this means that you pick up loads and loads and loads of messages that are basically about other people. And then what happens is you think that that's your own actual energy. Yeah. Mm. So it, it means that we shut down or you get all these messages that sort of like, do this, do that for me. And it's basically forget about yourself and do everything for everybody else, which isn't really comparable, is it, Helen? So, um, what we found is it's we found plenty of good ways to bring these bodies back on, bring them back in, and basically recalibrate yourself. Um, we do lots and lots. So the whole thing is done by lots and lots of exercises over multiple days where we find all these parts of you and componentry that we turn back on again, which makes you way more capable. I also liken this as have many uh, people who've done this. It's a bit like when you meditate. So when, when you meditate, you only have a sort of basic act, um, activational body moving so that as soon as you start to go down in any form of conscious and you hit any type of subconscious where you, you're um, trying to get all your information from, Basically, you blank out because what you're doing is you're sending power, you're sending energy into these subconscious parts that aren't actually working or they're detuned. Once they used to be fully conscious parts, but now what they are are detuned subconscious, detuned collective conscious, and they're just not actually working. So as we activate your energy now, it's like you go down through multiple, multiple levels of consciousness. So when you hit that conscious barrier that's not really functional, 
because you're bringing energy straight into it and we we show you how to actually activate the energy so that it moves the conscious moves the energy moves the power you recalibrate which means that instead of um zonking out and hoping oh geez i hope i connected to some good stuff or remembering that you've connected to some good stuff but you've got no idea what it was or what it does or how it works or even if it's even relevant to you but when you use um, collective um, conscious with functional activations what happens is you move into that subconscious you activate it all of a sudden that consciousness starts to come back and which means that it's part of your life so it means that you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, but you don't zonk out. You just keep adding. It's basically you keep value adding to the way we move, which basically is you recalibrating and turning everything back on, which also means that you work a lot more quicker. Or as Helen said, you know, I've helped scientists and a lot of doctors and God knows whoever else. But what happens is that, you do a lot of things a lot quicker because you're able to then associate with what is actually you, know what isn't you, so you just don't waste your time on stuff that isn't really beneficial. So you're a lot more efficient in day-in, day-out sort of um, versions. How can you offer this to the world? Because it sounds like, you know, we could all do with it. Well, everybody can. (laughs) Um, We do do workshops um occasionally for um where we do everybody can just join in uh we have come one coming up in i think oh i've forgotten the time it's about i think it's towards the end of um next month uh into this month sorry we also have um one-on-one sessions so we have sort of like a block a block session so that you can join you join in for at least, say, four weeks because it takes a few weeks for you to recalibrate and plus we balance you up in between. So there's a lot of work to do. It's And that's the whole thing. I want you to do the work. It's like you doing the work. It's not me doing the work. It's us showing you how to um, functionalise everything. And when you functionalise it, it's you being responsible because... Um, when you're in a sticky situation, you've got to be able to fix it up. So as your energy becomes fully functional, it also means that you've got to be able to do that day in, day out. It's not like, oh, sorry, guys, I've got to go and meditate now. I've got to try and find the answer to that to that problem, you know. As you turn all this functionality on, you can problem solve a heck of a lot quicker. It's also like being able to see a larger lateral perspective. So it's like you go see a problem and usually everyone's focusing on one tiny little compartment of it, but you just say, oh, what are you looking here for? It's That's where the problem is. It's, excuse me, automatically you see where the problem is really going. And it just allows people to then find all the parts and all the different types of componentry that you're really confident about. So as you find that um, part that you're more competent in, it's really interesting. You move the energy, you move the conscious, the mind, the memory, and your matter, and we make sure that everything works 
consecutively. So it means that you've got to move all these different components simultaneously at one time. So also for people who are highly sensitive, you tend to listen to things in chunks, like all lots and lots of chunks. So it means that you've got, say, 50 chunks of information. You ask each and every one, is it sort of sort of safe to scratch your nose? But by the time it gets to the end of the um, conversation, the question you ask is a completely different question. Yeah. So it's so that we can ask all those questions all at the same time simultaneously, that we don't get all that time lag, then you can you have the confidence to actually move forward, make that um, make that decision because you have the coherence to do what you um, basically set out to do. Does that answer that question, Helen? Yes, David. This is so unique and so specialized that a how did you get trained, and b can you ever, ever envisage a time when you can train anybody at all? Um, yeah. So people basically take this on and they do it in their own way, okay? So yes. I've got lots and lots of um, therapists who I work with. I mean, every time we do bulk um, conferences, you know, sometimes we have, you know, 1,500 um, people and out of that probably half of them are always therapists. They all basically learn to do everything in their own way. Um, yes, I imagine so. So everybody, it's not just therapists. It's like everybody finds a way so that whatever your niche is, you do it basically more efficiently and you just find different ways to, to communicate with people because you, you don't have that, um, you're not afraid of confrontation or it's not so much confrontation either. It's not you're not afraid of people asking the question because you ask daily thousands and thousands of questions through your consciousness. What is actually working? And and that's how. And I actually found this basically by um, donkeys years ago when I was a child, um, when I was only five or six. Um, I remember just walking around the yard and I do what is called a flowing prayer. Um, and this could, because it teaches you how to use um, telepathy, empathy and nurturing um, through your aura straight away, you connect to people really quickly. Um, so it means that you knew how to send the needed messages through to somebody to basically say, um, please start looking after yourself in a way which activates certain parts of people's energy, conscious mind, memory and matter so that they start to heal. Um, I did this pretty easily until I was probably uh, in my early 20s and then often in my channelings here and there, I'd, I'd be ringing friends and saying, look, you better ring your mom or you better bring somebody because I used to get lots of messages when someone was also ready to go to the other side. So, Or they even may not be that sick, but um, something bad was going to happen to them and it's not a great thing to know, so I switched off. But when I switched off, um, I completely switched off. And then when I turned everything on, when uh, my life wasn't going so great, you know, married the wrong person and blah, 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 it's like even though 
I was the executive chef of large resorts, I still wasn't quite that happy. You know, I was making tons of money, but things weren't going swimmingly. So <clears throat> I started turning to everything back on. And if you've ever channeled before, um, you know when you're getting self-truth and when you're not getting self-truth. And the thing I asked for basically was self-truth. And as soon as I asked for that, then I found how to turn all this stuff back on bit by bit by bit by bit. And to this day, I still get um, basically a download every day on how we can all work more efficiently. And um, after this many years, you know, from my 20s, it's a few extra years. I'm not 21 anymore. So it, you soon accumulate a lot, a lot of information. But the best part is by being able to use your energetics, your consciousness, your mind and your memory, and the way your aura works just means that we can, instead of you picking up counter-transference, which um, doesn't help you, we can actually add. It's sort of like we have passive counter-transference where you use subtle energy. And as soon as you go use subtle energy, basically you're using what is a completely different language. And as soon as you pick that up, you can basically communicate on a totally different level because I can't tell people enough information just in a few moments what they need to do. So it's we share a conscious connection, which just helps people to be able to move very quickly yeah. and very vastly. I, I honestly think it's a lifelong work, you know. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I think so. I'll be doing it until I probably feel, fall off my perch. But, you know, be it what it is, it's um, it's always enjoyable work. You know, you find lots of solutions. And every time I find a solution, I get really excited because, you know, you can help yourself or you can help somebody that, or somebody's just asked a certain question and I think, oh, well, hang on, I better find that out. So, um, yeah, it's it's a good way to live. Yeah, I think it's great work and I've enjoyed the sessions with you and um, I honestly think I need a whole lot more, you know. <laughs> uh, I've only just started digging up, you know, uh, the surface from the surface, actually, you know. Uh, I mean, there's yeah, so much to learn about ourselves, isn't there? Right? There is. I mean, it, it's crazy. Um, there's all these different areas that um, we have that are only just sort of limping along and when they're limping along we really aren't facilitating the um the vastness of who we are you know and we are actually quite complex bodies so once we learn how to reconnect use our conscious spirit we do so much automatically that's a good thing once once we turn that back on it's like bang you start getting a lot of you know everyone starts using their intuition and their instinct completely differently so they use it how it's meant to be used you know you're not afraid to use it you're not afraid to use your soul you're not afraid to use your heart you're not afraid to use the capacity of your own spirit or all the different types of areas that your mind and memory can actually refocus into because we've got all that information there it's just about going in and using it you know yeah and also you know like i I consider three main parts. I mean, that's a simple way of me presenting to others, where it's the human self, uh, the soul self, and then the spirit self or, 
or source self or consciousness itself, right? Yeah. I, I, I consider it as the triple S, right? And, and yeah, the, that's right. The small, I call it the small S, the big S, and then the biggest S. Okay, and uh, and and really the the big S, which is the soul, and then the spirit or biggest S, are the highest aspects of who we are. And it makes far more sense to be uh, living life from these highest highest aspects, you know, rather than fumbling and around. And it's really it's really funny, Helen, isn't it? How many people don't show on how to actually use use your soul and use that heart not just your physical heart, but your spiritual soul and heart, which is a real interpreter. And, and your soul, it's, I mean, it's it's the basis of us. And it's funny when I say, well, do you know where your soul is? And people get all quite perturbed and they think, oh, I'm not really allowed to touch it, am I? Well, it's your soul. It's meant to be used. <laughs> and the more, the more we don't use it, the more we become discombobulated and unsure of ourselves, but as soon as we wake that soul up get it actually activated we bring the power back to the soul and because most people's soul as you found um they're sitting there quite um it's almost as like they're sitting there like a, 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 a like a scalded child in the corner or you know they're afraid to be used almost so when you connect what is very subtle energy and what is actually neutral energy um, which immediately identifies what is you and how you work and why you work. It offers so many different answers because we start to self, um, we, uh, we, we basically problem solve. It's not the answer that is, excuse me, is the most important part. It's the problem solving because then we can collaborate with our whole self and find yes. all the different aspects that we're confident in. And so it's a bit like you know the, it's the journey that's the important part, not not getting there. Yeah, and, and minus also all the uh, programs of lack and limitation, you know, fear and all that that the human self has. Um, yeah, so yeah. I find I find most most of the limitations are when we've we have all these blockages in certain different ways, and then right. it's all about information. Right. Yes. Yes. So once 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 you start to recalibrate, you can bring loads and loads and loads of different um, messages through, mm. because once you start to get those self messages, then we become confident, and then we just grow and grow and grow, and mm. all those parts that are all compressed and suppressed, they all come back out, and it's it's when you see people who are really quite debilitated. You know, it's like because I work with Helping Parents Heal, which is a massive group for helping people who've lost their children, you know. Yes. You see these people come in and they're almost looking half dead, if you like. Yes. And then by, you know, a few days later, you see them all come out and they're all smiling their heads off, sort of. You know they've found that component of themselves again, so. Yes. It's it's reconnecting with themselves, really, that their greatest It self. is. Yeah. And, and so much of us can go to the other side as well. It's it's yeah. it's strange that when um, we follow our loved ones to the other side, when it's one of those great great myths, yeah. Yeah. So for when someone um, passes over, you can quite easily people often shut down, and then part of their spirit goes with their loved one to the other side, and then 
everyone wonders why they don't feel great or why they're still in grief or because we we can all sort of be have sort of grief from loss and lots of different types of loss even losing our jobs and that you know yes and lots of it can get discombobulated and disconnected and then we have trouble moving on and it gets left behind yes yes i have someone in mind whom i want to introduce to you um david we were talking about being uh, receivers of information. I mm-hmm. often talk about, um, or yeah, about being us being us all being receivers and transmitters of information. That's right. We all are. Become clearer ones, right? More uh, mm. powerful ones. And uh, and I, I did it. I taught people in my own way. But what you have taught me. Um, really, I think, adds another whole dimension to it. it it's like a systematic way of uh, rewiring, basically, you know. Um, well, I think there's a, lot of, there's a lot of old myths to how a lot of stuff worked, you know. And what I found is that a lot of the stuff that, um, because everybody basically channels in a way because that's what your intuition and instinct are. Yes, but if your spirit is completely disconnected or not very strong in that, then you're not going to get all your self, your self messages. So once we start with that, we also need to also turn on the way people use their telepathy, empathy and nurturing, because your empathy, like highly empathic people, um, their empathy is just sitting around them and like this great big blue blue blob sitting way out here and it just picks up the messages of everybody else and so they become sort of well we know that everybody knows that they're highly empathic but your empathy means that you don't have as much enough empathy for yourself but plenty for everybody else which means that as is my my take on is it's a bit like you're you're not even in your own you know if if your life is a movie it's basically you're not even the main character. You're hardly even an extra. So mm. we've got to bring that all the ways back. And it's the same with your, um, not just with your empathy, but the way you nurt- you're nurturing because that can be sitting outside and you, you, you're nurturing everybody else but never yourself. And it's the same with your, your telepathy. You're, it's like you get messages from everybody else but none for yourself, yeah? Yes, absolutely. And, um and it's the way we channel too. It's learning how to channel. And sometimes people have um, loads of bodies that, that are just sitting outside themselves and you've got to bring them all the ways back in or they're more focused on other people. And, yeah, everyone's sometimes quite discombobulated and we need to show them how to get all the bits that are, bring them all back, and then you get all those personal messages. And, boy, that's important. Yeah. Can you drive home the the... the- uh, fact uh, about the, the big ghost sitting outside, you know. Um, Come again, sorry. You know about the big ghost sitting outside of us. Oh yes. Yeah, so how how, how, um, how shall I say? How common is that? Everybody's got one. So yes. donkeys years ago, I had some friends. Um, I mean, this is going back a long time um, when friends first came around to say hello one day, and I looked and I thought, wow you all got this huge ghost sitting behind you. But as soon as I saw it, I knew it wasn't, 
it was their own ghost. You know, it's not like a ghost ghost because I've been seeing ghosts since I was, you know, probably five or six. So I think they got more of a shock than I did when I sent them to the light. But because um, my <clears throat> my grandmother used to like own this really large old homestead and my parents were, they were all playing cards with my grandparents and I remember there was a ghost coming along and sent it straight to the light, but it seemed to get more of a shock that I could see it than me seeing it. <laughs> so I guess I've been doing it since then. But getting back to your question, I knew that that huge ghost and everybody basically has one and it's disconnected collective conscious and it's just sitting behind and we need to bring all these aspects of ourselves back in because if that whole ghost of you is sitting outside, then, boy, it's going to be picking up all the wrong messages. Yep. But the biggest part is not only do you pick up a lot of messages, also once we have that component way outside, there's so much of you that you don't feel confident in. So it's like there's a lot of things that, you know, you don't, instead of um, being active in doing something or something that you shouldn't do because it's not just what you do, like you look for everything that's perfect all the time, but sometimes everyone doesn't realise that it's also what you don't do, yeah? So it's automatically we get rid of a lot of really bad habits and taking no action is a bad habit because once you know what is there, you actually take action all the time. You don't say, oh, I'm not sure. I'll just do what they're doing. Yeah. Mm. Because otherwise then also you be, end up having FOMO because when you go up to everybody else, you're sort of scanning them or figuring out how they work. And it's like saying, can you tell me how much I love me? Because I've got no idea. Mm -hmm. And basically that's what everyone's doing. When, when they come up to you, they're saying, can you tell me how much I love you, me? Because I'm not sure because I'm not getting all my messages. Yeah. Mm. And so when you start to get all those messages, you become active in your own life. You don't just sit back and just say, oh yeah, whatever. You know, you actually become more resilient. You take action all the time. You don't, you're not afraid to take action. Yeah. That's the other thing. Mm. So you, you're much clearer and you're much more there for yourself. Basically. Absolutely. You're more definite. You have to be there for yourself so because you're taking responsibility for yourself. That's the whole thing. And sometimes people just think, oh, yeah, well, we'll just go and have another glass of wine or go and have a bit few more drugs or antidepressants. But then you're not really taking action for your life. You're just discommunicating, yeah? Mm -hmm. This is the end of part one of my conversation with David Rauter, Master of Energy and Functional Consciousness, Energy Coach Extraordinaire. Do make sure you listen to part two, which will be out next Monday. It is about self-love and being there for ourselves, about the quantum field, getting burnt out, becoming more efficient and aware of who we really are in a very practical and down-to-earth way through a series of very simple, functional conscious exercises that are easy and quick to do. It is also about the collective conscious and the collective unconscious, a whole host of relevant and crucial topics for everyone who wants to grow 
Transform and Thrive, and it is an absolute must for all empaths and highly sensitive people. Doing this work for ourselves would make it easy for us to fulfill our purpose by being so much more of our true selves and not only our limited personality selves. Also, David's energy exercises are meant to be fun and play for us rather than work. Generally, his work is crucial, I feel, for the involvement of humanity at this time, for all of us to really get to know ourselves, be freed and effortlessly, actually, be so much more, so much more of our powerfully loving true selves and so much happier. As I have had the good fortune to experience both the uniqueness and quality of the work with this true master of energy, I have chosen to represent him and offer his work to as many people worldwide as possible, perhaps sometimes together with mine. So, if you would like to have sessions with David, do write to me at inquiries at lehighs.com or join our monthly live sessions at transformandthrive.club and you will be invited to masterclasses that some of my podcast guests are being invited to conduct as well. In the meantime, this is Helen Lee on the Transform and Thrive show. Much love to you. Wishing you endless possibilities of great joy and freedom, peace and abundance at all levels, especially at this time. Happy transforming and thriving. You have the power to do so masterfully and joyously. Thank you for joining me. Your presence is vital and very, very much appreciated, as always. Bye for now.